0: live welcome 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 to the townstone financial 2023 edition nmls number 136639 sorry for those technical difficulties had to get my encoder settings right barry you know there's software encoder hardware encoder i don't understand any of this you're you you do not have to but the the chips now the amd and the nvidia and the intel chips they Is this have a new computer no, it's oh, the same one fixed. I had, but uh, it's fixed. like I, yeah. got, I had to delete everything, get it fixed, uh, restore everything. But it's like the way the computer encodes, basically, there's certain codecs that are built into the chips that put lesser load on it, and basically it recording our video, our audio um streaming out live to Facebook and also recording to the hard drive so it can show up on YouTube later this is very confusing that can put a strain on things but 2023 what's is, your prediction for 2023? yeah that's that's what I was going to say because you know looking at, as we were talking earlier looking at the stock market today um looking ugly we had an ugly end they, they usually call it the the Santa Claus the Santa Claus rally, or the, the or in my household, the Hanukkah Harry rally, um, didn't have that. We didn't have that this year. Um, and, uh, you know, I chalked that up to maybe lower volume with like the big players and the traders out of town. You were down in Florida. You're a huge player in this as, as well. Um, oh, yeah. I was tra- so, straight so, up a storm. So, lower volume doesn't matter quite as much. But, um, but no, we are opening first uh, real trading day of, of the new year. Things are looking down, uh, not so not so positive. Um, one good thing here is mortgage rates seem to be still somewhat steady um, and not moving, um, though you'd kind of expect them to, to be improving when the stock market is showing so much weakness. Um, but... I, I think the story of 2023, because the, the story of 2022 was how wrong all the, the so-called experts had it, because we were in a rising rate environment. We, we knew from the beginning, but the predictions that the so-called experts had and, you know, I guess we <coughs> we can call ourselves experts, but our, our opinions, everything here is just our opinion and they're based off of the analysis of other people, you know, supposedly smarter than us with their masters and doctorates in economics and finance and whatnot. They were saying, you know, yeah, rates are rising, but they're, they're going to maybe peak at 4% at the beginning of last year. You know, they might go up a percentage point. And they were so far off the mark that that to me was the story of 2022. The story of 2023 for me is going to be real estate, both prices and volume of transactions. because what we saw is increasing interest rates, but what we haven't seen yet is really decreasing values. Yes, the huge increases to, to certain hot areas of, you know every sale going higher, you know every month, 10% higher houses, multiple bidding wars. We saw an end to that last year. But we really have not seen sellers drop their prices. What we have seen is sellers maybe not get as much interest as they want, um, pulling their house off the market, and basically people sitting and, and not going to sell unless they need to. So I guess you know my two things to watch in the new year here are going to be home values, but also... Inventory and and I guess the volume of transactions are there going to be a lot of home sales in the year twenty twenty three? Your thoughts? I don't know. I mean that's a that's a that's a good answer. It's
1: probably one of the first years. I don't have a I don't have an opinion.
0: Well, what do you think is a bigger, uh, you know, a bigger, more likely to happen though that that. That sellers are going to accept the, the reality of the market that because most people, unless you're like a hedge fund, you're buying a house with a mortgage. And if that mortgage rate has doubled from two years ago, um, you don't have that same buying power. Um, so, so are sellers going to capitulate and lower their values? Or are there just going to be less home sales and the people buying are just going to be those that bite the bullet, take the higher rates, and, and, and who's not to say they won't go higher than they even are today, um, but they take you know, a 6% versus a 3% rate, um, and there's just fewer home sales. So basically, we, see, we don't see you know, a, a 30 40 50% drop in home values. We see that hold steady or maybe even drop 10%, you know, something not too significant, um, and there's just lower volume. Or is the faucet going to turn on where sellers are are motivated to get out as prices are falling and they're basically, it turns into a buyer's market again?
1: The only way prices are going to fall dramatically since there's not enough supply with the amount of. With the change in demographics, how many people are born, how many people need houses, this and that if we go into a recession if we go into a deep recession then then prices will go down but it just but you know, we are already we are s- already
0: there like you you think uh, well you may not be you were just saying oh GDP- i was down in florida and there's people the malls are filled but i'm running filled. i'm running credit reports and it's not that those the, nobody is buying the the newest airpods with cash they are all charging up their credit cards and we are going to get to a point where those people hit their limit and they cannot keep buying the same way that they were buying before. Yeah, it seems like this, you know, month over month inflation seems to be easing a little bit. Um, but I but think we're already you, in recession. Well,
1: recession. Recession's got two different things happening. We could go into a GDP recession where people are spending less, right? And post-traumatic yeah. product. Uh, gross dr- domestic product, decreases and goes negative. So that would be technically a recession. But because of demographics, because of how many people are in the workplace, we could continue to have inflationary figures coming from wages, which Chairman Powell doesn't want. He wants to control that. And, I mean, the only way... I would assume to fix wage inflation is to put us into a really bad recession.
0: And do you think, like, basic, like asset-based, like could stock do that. market? Well, so yeah, if the stock market could
1: go down big time. If, I mean, listen, if 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 they keep raising interest rates because, let's just say, housing stabilizes, you know, there's no no great increase in rents. Rents is, I think, almost forty percent of. I read that this weekend. I read so much stuff. I was reading uh, constantly this weekend. But rents are like forty percent of of um, the CPI, um, so it's it's a huge amount. Um, rent and shelter. I don't know how how that encompasses it, right. but whatever. So let's just say rents sta- stabilize because they look like they have been the last few months. Um, but wage growth continues because of the fact that there's not enough workers. Um, I just, I mean, things could look, I mean, you could look at it that way, and things could get really, really bad. That They keep raising up interest rates, trying to knock down um, uh, wage growth. Once they start knocking down wage growth, people start losing jobs, right? People start losing jobs. People stop paying their mortgage. People stop paying their mortgage. Then all of a sudden, you could have what you were talking about, you know, a 10, 15% of of, um, housing prices. But- I just, you could also look at it
0: because I don't see that that we
1: have that we have a recession but but people don't lose jobs and they never and the Fed is unable to control Wade's growth right and as long as people have jobs and they're able to they, and, and they're getting a paycheck they're going to spend money they're going to go to the malls and they might not spend money at the same rate that they were a year or two ago but if they continue to spend money, then you really don't have that stock market going down the down the toilet whatsoever because earnings aren't as bad as people as they were as they're predicting um, but and, is
0: uh, are those earnings based on the inflated numbers
1: so it's well, like there's still there's inflation but people are still spending money because they're 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 obviously getting paid at work and I just I mean no matter where you go, there's still help wanted signs oh. E- pretty everywhere. much everywhere. Every
0: restaurant I've a, seen. And, every and the
1: only answer to that that I see the Talking Heads on Sundays talk about is immigration being able to fi- fix fix. Was it Title Forty One or whatever it is? Or robots? Or whatever? Or robots? They, the uh, Barron's had a big article about the robots coming in. So you know, labor shortages and that part of inflation. I don't think they're going to fix that. And I, I mean. I'm not saying that we're going to have a smooth landing here, but I could see us teeter along here for the next year, which probably isn't going to be great for our business, won't be great for housing but and not really have you know terrible um, a terrible recession
0: because at yeah. all. Cause and kind barely, of, kind of stay where we're at right now because ba- you know because yeah rising rates are bad for our industry you know when it's absolutely refinance based when it basically between 2019 and you know 2020 it doubled you know the volume of the industry because of the the the, the lower rates <coughs> but the the purchase market has such a bigger impact on the economy as a whole um because now you're not just dealing with people in the mortgage profession now you're dealing with Construction, plumbers, electricians, uh, the electronics, you know, appliances, home and there's just so much more that goes the moving companies that goes into into the purchase market, um, you know, that has that lingering effect. Now, I didn't have my finger on the pulse because I joined this industry, um, you know, a little over 10 years now where we were just kind of ending the fallout from that last Mortgage and housing crisis, but what would you? What was like the average mortgage rate somebody would have had in two thousand eight or two thousand
1: nine? I mean, I before, don't remember before
0: I, that. I, 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 If I, I'm just going off the top of my head. You'd have to look it up, but
1: I, I, I think we were in the fives. That we were high fours to five. That was the norm where we generally were between four and five percent. Every once in a while, we would dip. Re- we would dip like below six, four. I was reading some. We could, like have, been sixes, a, we could have been. We could like, have been at six in the a little years bit.
0: leading up to. Oh, uh, when like, when
1: I when be, you know, I started ninety eight, and so an average interest rate would have been between five and seven to me in my mind. And anytime we got, anytime we got near five, we were all giddy.
0: And yeah. I because I you know I was doing some reading this holiday, and and you know in those in the years leading up to the bust. You know, 2007, like people were getting six and a half percent mortgages. And I just think there's a different dynamic at play. You asked me earlier, you know, what's your rate, Zach, on a 30 year fixed? And I'm at two point seven, five percent. And I am going to do a heck of a lot more to fight to keep that property and that rate and that mortgage than it than than any alternative, no matter what hardship I fall into. That's going to be. Like uh, would be a last resort to to get rid of that to have to sell and and either become a renter or get a new mortgage at a at a higher rate because I mean that that's effectively free money that that these people myself included have have locked in for these thirty year periods so it's like who who there's just going to be in my opinion a a slowdown in the volume of sales. Like I, like I I follow these groups online, you know, and one of them is, you know, a subreddit for real estate bubble. And I just don't buy into their thesis that we are currently in this bubble. That's going to see, you know, a 40 or 50% drop in values.
1: I I don't see that happening because strong hands, meaning people who've been, you know, that, that they've, they've gone through the system, they've been vetted, they have good credit, um, they put money into their houses, um, down payment-wise and things of that nature. And then the fact is that, you know, during 2005, 6, seven, eight, everywhere you look, there were there was building going on. That has not happened here since 2008. I mean, there's building, but it hasn't gotten to the extent or, or, or overextended. The way it was at that time, and you know you said something before which has changed the dynamics of the single family home market. The blackstones, the big guys of the world own millions of properties, millions of single family homes are owned by big i don 't want to call them they 're not hedge funds by big REITs uh, real estate investment uh, trusts own these homes. And they're not going to dump the homes. No, it's they're not going to they're,
0: they're renting them back to you because that's their that's their cash flow. Um, they buy in cash and they're renting it back to you. They want to just basically take away that last. I, I I I think. I mean, I don't think they have ill intent because they're there to make money. But I think it is bad for society that that we would be allowing that to happen because. Most Americans, their biggest source of savings, even though it's not like liquid per se, it's their house. Is, is their house. Because you have principal and interest, and every month you pay into that, you are basically buying equity in your house. And so, so that is your biggest asset. And if we turn from an owning, an ownership, you know, economy and country into this one where we're renting from these few you know, billion, trillion dollar conglomerates. I I just think that is bad for the American people a, 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 as a whole. Um, yeah,
1: but you were saying today, you don't want to work from, you don't want to go to work. You want to work from home. I want to work. No, I no, just... you, you want to work from home. So if that, and I'm sorry, and you were saying that that's, you think that's going to continue. So if that is the way, of the future, then why would you want to own real estate? You'd rather be able to move around, experience. Um, I want to go and live in Florida for six months. I want to go live in Minnesota in the summer. I, I want to go over that. here. I disagree with that 100%. If there's but a lot a, of people are doing that. A,
0: sure, but if there's work from home, you saw that's what partially what caused... A huge boom in these suburban houses. People were saying, "Oh, me and my me and my significant other were both working from home, and and I can overhear her conference calls. We need a house with separate offices. We need a yard." Yeah, like- but they
1: were. It was a little different because you were staying home in the evenings too. You were scared. I mean, there's very few people. That are, that are living like that anymore, that, and, that aren't leaving their houses. So
0: if people are on that side, though, of like, this is the new norm of, of working from home, the, there's this argument that, that there's, you know, condos, for example, in metropolitan areas are in for also a reprice because there's all this unused office space that could be converted to residential. But I urge you, do a little more digging, because while that sounds good, there is... It is completely different how they're zoned and how they are built. There is to convert an office space into residential condos costs just as much, if not more, than building those fresh condos from the ground up. Yeah, if it's like a you know a three to ten story middle sized building, it can be feasible, and they're doing some of that in Washington D.C. right now. But for your high rises that have all of this office space, it is near uh, impossible to near impossible just economically from an engineering perspective to convert that. N- you know, it's not a cruise ship like you're not g- you don't want to have a condo without a window to the outside. I don't know if that's even legal, you know, um, but uh, so, so long I mean, story short. Yeah. Here's bo- the bottom line to me is, are you number one?
1: People don't want to move because they got low interest rates. So that's going to be hanging over our heads regardless of what the Fed does so, right now. So, yes. And, and, and even, that, even that if the keeps Fed's prices steady, even if the Fed or stops raising, I just don't see them
0: lowering. So, lack of inventory, that's something that keeps prices higher. Higher interest rates, that's something that brings prices lower. Um, and it's just a matter of what is, I, w- which I mean, one I is going to be you, a stronger force? I know, but
1: you can't. Because you got a low interest rate, Um, because you're fearful of the Fed doing blah, blah, blah. I mean, are you just going to not move? You're not going to live your life? You're going to be, I don't know, in purgatory waiting for blah, 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 blah. I mean, I think that the longer we stay where we're at here, which is in the high fives to mid sixes, depending on the day, Stability is the most important thing in, in in our business. If we stay there, people will get used to that rate. And yes, they'll get they'll be unhappy that some of their payments are doubling if they're two percent and now they're going to six percent. But they'll start moving. I mean, they'll get used to, you know, what the rate is yeah. and you'll see more people buying and selling and it'll be a normal real estate market. There was a shock to the system starting in, I don't know, what do you want to say, August or September, when all of a sudden we started flying up, you know, when we went over five and everyone got all crazy. Then we went over six, then we went over seven for a little while there in November. Um, You know, if we stabilize somewhere between five and six, I think people we will We can have a regular a, a regular housing market. market. It won't be like it was two years ago when everybody was buying and selling and refinancing. But once again, you know, people are going to open up their—consumers are going to open up their credit card statement here after the holidays and everything they bought— is going to be a lot more than previous years.
0: So that's going to be my actionable tip to anyone listening here today is to to go to the link I posted here because that credit card debt is at already at a high interest rate. Maybe you got a teaser introductory rate, but it's not going to be that way forever. Um, you know, we're talking 18, 19 APR on those credit cards. So if you made sure to, you know, you gave you or your family a holiday this year, uh, whether you went on vacation or, you know, bought presents and that credit card balance, um, you know, is getting to an uncomfortable limit, you know, 20,000, 30,000, I'm seeing some 60,000, you know, I, I, no, no judgments whatsoever. However you got into that position, um, you are doing yourself a disservice continuing to pay interest on those high rate, uh, credit cards and whether we're right or wrong on the future value of your property, it's high right now. Appraisals are coming in good right now. Um, so so fill out that consultation request. We will help you out with a home equity loan, a home equity line of credit. Get those payments down. Get that interest down. Get that consolidated um, because you, you, you're making MasterCard Visa rich carrying those balances uh, when, when you can get that consolidated into a home equity loan. Get it in consolidated into a home equity line. Um,
1: what are home equity lines at right now? People want to know what the rate is, which we don't really talk about. It is
0: super dependent on your credit um, and how much you're borrowing and, and how much equity you have in the property. But you you can get them you know, as low in the 8%. Um, they can be as high as like 15% um, for the worst. Credit, t- you know, it, it's this wide range. That's why again, uh, we don't advertise the rate on it. All I know is it's lower than whatever your credit card, uh, b- you know, bill is, and it, it it can do so many things in terms of lowering not only that interest you're paying each month, but just your overall monthly payments. I had a guy that 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 that, it, that just closed um, yesterday, and. He he put in the car note not because you know the the new rate is going to be a little higher than the car note, but because it's amortized now on thirty years versus a five year car note. So you know, take he took a combined a thousand or twelve hundred dollars plus of monthly payments he was making between the car, other loans, credit cards, and replaced it with four five hundred a month. So saving six hundred some dollars a month. In his pocket, then now he can use if he, if he if he's a stock picker, he can put that in the stock market. If he wants to play it safe, he can buy one of those you know inflation protected treasuries or or a, a fixed treasury, uh, put it in a savings account. Uh, there, there's so many things that you can do with that extra runway when you just lower your monthly payment because it isn't always just about that rate. Um, the link is in the video there. Um, and yeah, this is just going to be interesting. And the,
1: cre- the credit card um, interest rates are in are in the low 20s still.
0: They're going to go up yeah, if so, the Fed keeps yeah. doing what they're doing. They're, they're going to go up. Um, so save yourself some money. Take advantage of that equity that got built. Because again, if we're wrong and house values collapse, you may not be eligible for that home equity loan or that home equity line six months from now, so take advantage now and 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 do it, um, because as soon as you close, that could be, that could be hundreds of dollars a month uh, in your pocket that now you can do with what you want. I saw some of those, you know, you could even buy lottery tickets. Uh, some of those uh, Powerballs have been getting pretty high lately. Bad investment though. Don't take investment. My mom had us made. buying
1: lottery tickets on Saturday night. I think it's closer to a billion dollars now, right? Some kind of crazy number. $1 million dollars, hundred million. You know, they say winning
0: the lottery will ruin your life. I don't think so. I think if I, I won a billion dollars, I'd i we, we two gas stations I'd take stations. Yeah. I'd take that risk. I'd take that risk. but again, townstone.com purchases, be stop making your landlord rich. Uh, refinances. If you do, did get one of those six percent loans, and you know you're looking to lower your monthly payment, consolidate debt. We're still doing refinances, um, but again, I think the product of the year is going to be this home equity line, this home equity loan. Get that credit card debt, higher interest rate debt, consolidated, or give yourself some cushion. You can take out a line. For 200, you know, you have all this equity in your property. Take out a line for $200,000 on your house, $100,000 on your house. You only need to use 50 at the closing, and then the rest could just be kind of a rainy day fund, and you're only paying interest on what you use. Um, Impossible to relay all the details, you know, over a Facebook Live here or YouTube if you're watching on that channel later. So again, go to townstone.com, click the link. Fill out that consultation. Give us a call. We'll talk to you, um, and we're going to figure out you know the best product for you. Um, you know, a few months we all you know it's going to be tax time. That's not fun. Um, Cook County, you just had your second installment property tax bill payment. Have another one coming right up again, early April. Um,
1: Explain that to people because a lot of people don't realize that's what's happening.
0: Well, Cook County. Uh, you pay your tax bill in arrears, so you have two bills a year. So you had these two bills due in 2022. That was actually for the times. Those are the 2021 tax bills you paid in 2022, and some upgrade to the system, mis- system uh, miscommunication between the assessor and the treasurer's office. They didn't get those tax bills out to you until December. That's not why. They didn't send them out till after the election. Or that. Or you can put on your your, Come on. your thinking hat. Come on. Whatever the case may be, everyone had higher taxes, commercial real estate, personal real estate. My condo went up. You know the one thing that went down? My parking spaces. I don't know why. Really? My parking spaces like went way down. Um, condo went up. Is there up. a reason? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was like... I, I generally paid, like I got two spaces, generally like 600 a year for that, um, and uh, odd. went down to like 500 a year for each of them. So like That's my good. second installment was like 45 bucks for each of them.
1: All right, uh, so f- don't worry about interest rates so much. If you're going to no. move, buy a house, live your life. Cash, you know, you flow, ones, cash, cash
0: flow. flow, cash flow, cash um, flow, and townstone.com.
1: Stay safe. Stay safe.